What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Dissect That Film podcast, where once a week we dissect your favorite films, film franchises, and soon-to-be TV. I am your host, Brett Parker, and joining me, as always, are my wonderful co-hosts, the wonderful DNA Gaming, consisting of Dan and Angela. Woo! I, nobody can see half of that. How's it going? <laughs> it's going great. How are you? Good. It's a day dinosaurs. we are talking about... Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom released June 22nd, 2018. Uh, had a budget of 170 to 187 million dollars and grossed a bo- worldwide box office of 1.31 billion dollars. That's a shade less than the last one, right? Yeah, which is it's common. Yeah, uh, of course. Because of the fact that it was a 14-year break between 3 and World, you know that it was going to bring in a lot. I think uh, oh. I think World was 1.6. But listen, when you're in the billions, does it really matter? <laughs> you made a shit ton of money. That's that's fair. No, no, exactly. I'm not I mean, I figured it would be cuz that's just common for most sequels anyhow, but it's just I was just curious. I Yeah. I don't know. This was uh, the third Jurassic Park film to pass the billion dollar mark. It was the third highest grossing film of 2018 and the 12th highest grossing film of all time. Or Jurassic Park's in the top because everybody loves dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. And three years to the day will be the release of the third and final Jurassic World film, Jurassic World Dominion, which is set to release June 22nd, 2022. Oh, no, that would be four years. Sorry. Four years to the day. It was supposed to be three years. Yes, it was supposed to be this year. But COVID changed a lot of uh, dates. Yes. Uh, They're still doing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's moving all the time. Coming back from the prior film, Chris Pratt, Bryce Dallas Howard, B.D. Wong, and returning for the first time since The Lost World Jurassic Park is my favorite character of this franchise, Dr. Ian Malcolm. It was kind of disappointing he wasn't in it more, but I kind of liked the what the point of him being there was. Like yeah, yeah. the whole point of it. And then of he's course Yeah, exactly. And uh he's going to be returning with the original cast of Jurassic Park, so Laura Dern, Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum are all going to be returning for Dominion and I could not be more excited. Oh, it's going to be good, dude. I hope Oh, oh. I, I really I really hope they don't disappoint. Um, it has to be better than Jurassic Park, doesn't it? Three, like Jurassic Park three. Oh, Jurassic Park, I was like, yeah. excuse me. We no, don't need to. We, God, you no. can, there, if you're going in trying to get better than probably one of the greatest movies of all time, you're going to fail. Really it's just a fail. You're no, already failing. Really. Already failing. Uh, this movie was directed by J.A. Boyona. I think I mispronounced his name. And why are you shaking your head? Because I mispronounced his name or. No, he just doesn't mean anything to me. I don't know what he's done. Uh, he is a Spanish director. He directed s- some acclaimed films like The Orphanage, which is a psychological thriller. I think it's a horror movie. Uh, the Impossible, which is about a typhoon that hits over in Asia somewhere. I think it had Naomi Watts. The little boy Tom Holland in his first theatrical uh, appearance. And hmm. uh, Ewan McGregor was in it as well. Uh, and a monster calls, which was about a boy who befriends like a giant tree monster, which I've Whoa, heard is actually sweet. a pretty decent. I I want to go back and and watch a lot of his films because I've heard some great things about him. 
I Colin Trevorrow uh, was wrote this film. Uh, okay. Steven Spielberg had a lot to do with the writing of the original Jurassic World, but for this one, he gave a lot of the writing power over to Trevorrow. Which, you can feel it. Which is, it's it's fine. There are some things that I hate about this film, but you know what? Yeah, it is what yeah. it is. But what they really wanted to do because of the fact of how the second act of this movie went being kind of secluded or, you know, in the small area in this house, they wanted to bring somebody who is very well known in, you know, that in that field. And that's why they brought in Jay Boyana. Bayona. So that's it. And I understand he's done some influential pictures. And I, I know it's not always bad to bring in like a director out of nowhere because that's how you get your big directors. But like, yeah. why would they just take a, a big franchise like this, knowing how the third one turned out, even though the guy that did it was a, a established director, mm-hmm. just like pull essentially a random guy out and like do this extremely large film for us? I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not crapping on the guy. I don't know his work. I mean, it could be the best stuff ever, and I, I have no idea. But I just it just seems odd to me. But I I think. You know, the the way that a lot of his, especially the like the orphanage is a it's a film that literally takes place in an orphanage. And yeah. I think that's they saw how he was able to make that film so successful. And they wanted that same feel because of the fact that three fourths of this movie takes place in a secluded area in tight spaces with something pretty much hunting the main cast. It just fit. I feel like they just saw him in this for this opportunity and was a perfect fit. I don't know, probably. But I don't buy it because Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi did the you know first two Evil Dead movies, which are very similar, and then he goes on to do Spider Man. Well, he did all three, didn't he? He did Army of Darkness too. Yeah, he did. But I'm just mean like if you talk about secluded areas with like a small, essentially the whole film, all the films take place at a specific spot, but he can do anything. I, mean, I get it. I understand why. It just seems just odd to me for such a large film as this. Again, no shitting on the director. I don't know him. I don't know his work. I mean, I it just, all could I, be based to... on could this guy carry a large, uh, big budget picture like this? What can he do with it? But it was just interesting that executives that are putting hundreds of millions of dollars out be like, let's just risk it on this dude. I mean, I also think Colin Trevorrow was very like hands on with this film as well, even though he wasn't the director, sure. he probably was there, you know, always in J.A.'s ear and like, okay, maybe we do this instead. Just oh, yeah. to be like, you know, Universal was like, we're going to give you a shit ton of money to make this movie because we know it's going to make a lot of money. They, they could have put anybody in this, to be honest. I feel like they could have thrown any director in this and it probably was going to be successful. It's a Jurassic picture. I mean, we looked no, at what Jurassic Park three did I mean, it wasn't nearly as much as the Jurassic World films, but it still made almost $400 million mm-hmm. on not that big of a budget. And they had... No, it, I agree. You know, Joe Johnston directed. Who well, was Joe Johnston... He was an established director. Yeah, exactly. That's know. what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't understand it. Like, I get it, but it just seems odd from, like, a financial standpoint. Of like, okay, we're going to... And especially, I don't know what his obligations were prior to Jurassic World, but if, again, I don't know, this is just my limited knowledge in this if i was in charge of these i would have directed all three movies and i i totally agree i mean colin trevorrow is coming back he is directing dominion yeah or if they're in the middle of filming dominion or it's pretty close to being done but yeah trevorrow's back 
which would be interesting. I'm, wait, I'm excited to see it. The, I mean, the thing I have to say about this, and I'm going to compare it to the last three Star Wars, the mainline episodes, so six, mm-hmm. seven, and eight, right? Mm-hmm. Or no, was it? Seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. Seven, eight, nine. J.J. Abrams comes in to do Force Awakens. Film blows up because Star Wars is back, right? And they we're in the same situation as the Jurassic period or the Jurassic mm-hmm. films where every, where it was such a long gap between films. I mean, the last uh, Star Wars episode three came out in 2005. Yep. yep. When did, when did Force, Force Awakens, I believe came out in 2014. I think so. So that's nine years. That's a pretty big gap. Yeah, that's a good gap. Yep. So people were excited for Star Wars. They didn't give a shit what was in it. They're like, yep. more Star Wars. J.J. Abrams comes in. J.J. Abrams did a fantastic job with the Star uh, Star Trek, the new Star Trek films, 2009. Mm-hmm. He blew it out of the water, in my opinion. I think it's one of... I, I actually like that. When it comes to space, like, when it comes to Star Trek versus Star Wars, when it comes to, like, the newer ones, maybe Star Trek blows it out of the water. Those new Star Treks were fantastic. We watched one of them, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We watched the first of the new batch. Yes, which is so which is good. great. Like, yeah, it's a great movie. So J.J. Abrams comes in, takes control. Everybody's excited because everybody loves J.J. Abrams. And Star Wars is back. Star Wars blows up. But then what they did is they decided every movie, we're going to give it to, a, we're going to give this story to a different director to see what he can do. And they gave it to Ryan Johnson or Ryan Johnston, however you pronounce his name. And he just, he created something totally weird with The Last Jedi, which made no sense. And then they were going to give it to Colin Trevorrow, who was supposed to do episode nine. And I guess they didn't like what he was going to do, so they fired him. And then they just were like, well, we got to figure out what to do. We got to figure We got to figure out something. So let's just bring JJ back. And then it was just, it was already a mess. It was already a mess. Yep. And what JJ did, did not, it it just it was awful. It was that whole trilogy was a mess. And I agree. I feel the Jurassic film, the world films were trying to do the same thing, but I like that Trevorrow was around to kind of keep it like I I don't feel like with Dominion we're gonna be like, oh shit, how are they gonna fix things that happened in Fallen Kingdom? I don't think it was that right. much of a yeah. mess where they gotta be like, oh God, how are we gonna do right. this? So I think the world, the, so far, the world films have have done an, uh, a better job than Star Wars films yeah, at try yeah. at trying to make because they even said it. I watched a lot of behind the scenes of Fallen Kingdom. They they were stating like everybody here knew it was a trilogy, so we, we you know we had to make sure it all made sense in the end. Yep, that it wasn't you know we weren't you know trying to you know fix something that was so convoluted that when you watched Dominion, you're like, wait a second, when did that happen? When did this happen? Right. Yep. So yep. I appreciate that as much as I have talked shit about this film and I've seen this, I saw it in theaters and I hated it. Saw it a couple times when it came out in home release. Couldn't, I think I fell asleep once and I just, I, I don't, I don't know why I did not like this film as much as I originally thought, but I watched it last night and I didn't hate it. I hate, there was a part and we'll talk about it when we go over the plot of, a part that I hate is one of my least fa- my least favorite parts of a movie of all time. It's just stupid and I hate it. And I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> I had two. I had two. If I could remember the, uh, this is sound awful. If I can remember the other part, but there's one part specifically I fucking hated, despised it, but there was another one too. But yes, it's hard to go on that tangent, like divert this podcast for people still listening. <laughs> oh, whatever. People know if you, if there are people are avid listeners of the show, they know how the show goes. 
<laughs> Absolutely. It's a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's just whatever topic pops up. All right. Let's uh, do our normal, normal thing and uh, go around and talk about what we thought of our latest viewing of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. We'll start off with you guys. I mean, there. I think I was more critical going in this time just because I, of what we've been been doing. Mm. Uh, there's plot holes, plot convenience, mm-hmm. convenience. Oh yeah, <laughs> there's a couple of those. So I'm like, oh, oh, no. But for the most part, I liked it. I mean, I'm not like this is a terrible movie. It's not like three. Uh, Jurassic Park 3. But there there were some things like, oh, that shouldn't have happened or that can't happen parts. Oh, God. There was a few few parts where I was like, okay, I understand this is a movie. And I, as somebody who watches a lot of movies, I always have to have that mindset. Like, and I always have to tell my wife this because she is very well known for watching a movie with me and something will happen. And she laughs like a lot. Because she's like, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, it's a movie. Like, we just gotta, you gotta, you gotta expand your disbelief and just go with it because that's just how, yeah, exactly. That's how yeah, movies yeah. work. But I, I did it too with some of the, like in this movie, I literally, there was a part to happen and I literally looked at her and I, I fucking hate this so much. I don't even wanna watch this. This is stupid as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Continue, yeah. continue where you guys are talking. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Again. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was making sure. No. Just make um, just make my job easier, okay? By with all these long pauses, okay? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I walked in. I went into this one as well, wanting to be like super critical of this movie. Mm-hmm. And there's of course things that we'll point out later. I still adore this movie. I still, when I watch this movie, tonally, I enjoy it more than the previous film. I still stand by. I was worried. I was like, I'm going to come out of this. I uh, hate it. I'm going to shit on this movie because I'm really thinking about it. But I do. I, this is spoiler alert. But I do really enjoy this movie. I like the the um, the increased use of confined spaces. I like the more the emphasis on horror that over the previous film. And I just like that some of it's just really dark. Mm-hmm. Like that is some good like dark lighting and just atmosphere. The atmosphere was just a bit better, but I mean, you know, most of the other movie took place on a tropical island, so I mean, there wasn't a storm this time, so it was just sun. Sun. Um. Yeah. But no. Th- th- yeah. I liked it. I liked it. I liked how it panned out. Of course, there's a few huge. This has probably. Oh gosh, is the ending to this worse than Jurassic Park three? The ending? I mean, is I don't it know. I don't worse know. That's... Jurassic Park three. The ending of Jurassic Park three is hot garbage. As the ending of, of this movie. movie is it worse than Jurassic? Can, can here's it off now. Here's the no, thing no, no, hold no, on. no, 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 no. I'm going to say it. I do not like the end of this movie. But the All thing right. is, is you had to set up for Dominion, and you know what yeah, Dominion know. is about. So you had like, but I don't like how it all, how it all went down, why it happened. I don't I like it. So yeah, I agree. But I still don't. The Jurassic Park three is not a horrible movie, but it's just the worst Jurassic Park movie, and I will still die on that hill. But. But with you saying that, and you're like, oh, is this ending worse than Jurassic Park 3? That's kind of like lowering it closer. No, yeah, but, the, but just because one part of the movie is really bad doesn't mean the rest of the movie is. I mean, it can suffer for it horribly. But we watched, we, we covered a movie recently because everything blends the fuck together that I hated the ending on, but with the rest of the movie was fine. But I can't remember. What, oh, Halloween Kills. Remember, I didn't like the ending of that. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, 
Yeah, I did. I didn't. I didn't join the movie, and uh, I would say just as something to watch and enjoy. I would still. I would still think this. I, I know where I'd put this on my list. But I like it. It's a good Jurassic Park movie. It's different. It's very different. Yes, I I do agree. Uh, like I said before, I thir- I enjoyed this a lot more than the four other times I've seen it. Uh, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm like this. Like I, it, it's not like it came out that long ago where I could have all this time. Like I've seen this movie like three times all the way through, and I felt like I hated every every part of it. And then I watched it last night. And I was like, wow, why am I enjoying this now? Why are these things like? Why are these things so cool? Like the things I hated before, I'm liking now. That's so confused i love the the, how much practical effects were in this movie it it was fantastic the even the the special like the uh cgi was fucking gorgeous on Mm. everything when you see when you see that that was okay so make sure you yell at me if i don't like the so the dinosaur that they encounter in the bunker that was a baryonyx right correct sir okay that scene when he's coming down that tunnel and you just see the the only time you see him is when the lava falls. You see yep. like a glimpse of it. Fantastic. That whole thing. Okay. Uh, then there was parts where I just like fucking hate like cer- certain characters. I think my biggest gripe with this movie is some of the characters, the actual fucking humans. And it's, that's how yep. it goes with these type of films is the humans are. Oh, and you got a generic bad guy. You got, yes. that, you got that big oh, game. I, I feel like Ted Levine's character uh, Wheatley, he was yeah, literally Wheatley. a a more like evil version of uh, Roland from the Lost World. Yeah, he was he, a Roland that was unredeemable. Yeah, unredeemable. He sucked. He he, he was oh, he was a terrible did. character. And Mills was an awful character too. Every bit of him, you knew from the beginning when you first encounter him when she goes to the mansion, you knew he was going to suck. You knew he was going to turn into the bad guy. He just gives off that Peter Ludlow vibe. The moment 100%, you see him, hundred percent. Did you notice the glasses he was wearing? Yeah, he was wearing yeah. the same glasses that Nedry wears. Like it's it's like a a thing. They have to do it. Glasses is evil. I get except <laughs> except for uh, what's his name from the last movie, Lowry. He wasn't yeah, evil. He was a good guy. Uh, yeah. I it, it the human characters suck. I didn't like Franklin. I didn't. I, I could not stand him. Oh. I couldn't stand his fucking screams. I I just was like, he's literally there to be the guy to open the gates, but he sucks. He just he sucks. I don't I hate the character. I don't hate the actor because I really liked him in uh, Detective Pikachu. Thought he was really good in that. Uh, he's been in some other stuff that's been uh, well acclaimed, but I just didn't like him. I didn't like this. I love Zia. She's great. Fuck, like I thought she was a cool character. But yeah, the human. Some of the human characters made this movie so fucking bad. The the auctioneer guy, he sucked. He fucking sucked. And he's a great actor. He's a great actor. Same with the guy who played Mills. Rafe Spall. Rafe Spall. Funny fact. Funny fact. Fun fact. uh, Rafe Spall is the son of Timothy Spall, who played... uh, Fuck. He was in the Harry Potter movies. Wormtail. Like the the one that Ron's rat turns into. The one that's Ron. Did you guys see the Harry Potter movies? Oh, yes. It's been a while. It's been a while. I'm trying to think. So in in uh, spoiler alert for yeah. Harry Potter movies in yeah, Prisoner okay, of yeah, Azkaban, yeah. Ron's rat is actually a person. His name is Wormtail. Peter Pettigrew. My brain doesn't work half the time when I record these shows, so my apologies. His name is Peter Pettigrew. Also Wormtail. Bye. 
and he's yeah. played by Timothy Spall, who is he's a he's a very good actor. He always plays like that grimy, like evil guy. guy. Yeah, he was in uh, Sweeney Todd with Johnny oh, Depp. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this that's Rafe Spall's real life father. And another fun fact about Rafe Spall, he if anyone has seen Shaun of the Dead, did you guys see Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, yeah. He was the wild. dick. He was the douchebag teenage kid at the place that Sean worked at, who kept giving Sean yeah. shit. I'll have, I'm going to post a picture of a comparison of him in this movie and him in that movie, just because he doesn't look anything like he looks now. Yeah, he was in Hot Fuzz as well. Right, he was one of the cops. But yeah, fun fact. Okay, that's fair. that. Okay, so like apparently his dad and him are just going to have the lineage of just playing pieces of shit movies. <laughs> Like that, it's just the genetics. You can't do nothing about it. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, sometimes you get cast at what you're good at. That's true. Lean into it. Lean into it hard. Uh, yeah, I think Bryce Dallas Howard was my favorite part of this movie. I think for the human characters, I really liked the way that she she changed in this movie. Uh, for the, I mean, she's not, you know, of course she has to be a different type of character than she was in the last movie. But I like the way that she put herself out there, and um, you know, she's very uh. She she really wants to help the dinosaurs and and everything that she's trying to do and then how everything falls apart. I just love her emotional, uh, you know, roller coaster she goes through yep. throughout this movie. Uh, Chris Pine, Chris Pine, Jesus Christ, we're talking about Star Trek. Oh, Star Trek. Chris Pratt. Uh, I I didn't care for him in this movie. There was some parts I was like, okay, this is I like it. Um, he just made this movie an action movie and I didn't like it. I don't like that well, they made him like the action hero. And I'm sick of what. This is not I, what I the agree. Jurassic. This is not what the Jurassic franchise is for me. Okay. I agree because there's some things he did in this movie that didn't make sense, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about it. But like his character just seemed odd compared to the yeah. previous film. And, and I like, just want to seem off. Yeah. Just, just before we go on, I just want to state this is a movie. This is a podcast where we talk about movies. I don't want to see comments about how Chris Pratt is a piece of shit or whatever. I don't talk about his personal life on here. Uh, he, I don't know what this guy does on the outside. I don't give a shit what it says on social media and all that shit. I don't know the guy personally. I'm not going to come here and talk shit about him. Um, that's not what we do here on the show. So I just want to put that out there. So before people put in the comments about how Chris Pratt's piece of shit, I, I'm not going to answer to them. I'll probably delete them. I don't care. I'm going to talk about the movie. I enjoy the movies he's in. Other than that, I don't care. I really don't. I'm sorry if that will piss people off. I... It, just because I like somebody's movies doesn't mean I like the things that he does on the outside of doing movies. Yeah. If this, if listen, if he was a convicted, let's say he was like the guy from Beetlejuice that I refuse to talk about. That guy is a convicted, yeah. like he's a convicted, you know, criminal. He's a criminal. Like he did bad things. So I didn't want to talk about him. <laughs> Chris Pratt. He's not a criminal. He just does some things people don't agree with. Okay. That's all I got to say about that. Just before, because I know Chris Pratt has been the uh, topic of conversation all over social media, and I just wanted to say that before we moved on. Yeah, I had to stay off the of, of social media yeah. because of that. I'm like, people so, are making me mad. Yeah. So this is a movie podcast. We talk about movies. Yeah. That is it. Not their personal lives. Right. Okay. Um. So yeah, practical effects, fucking amazing in this movie. The fact that we got a super close up look at uh, Rexy, love it. Uh, we got the the blue when she's like injured on the tables, all practical. So much practical effects, and I love it. It is so good. It was so good. And the fact that 
I love how they made these, uh, the you know, this movie and of course Jurassic World with they a lot of the times, like especially a lot of the scenes inside the mansion with the Indoraptor, they instead of it being, you know, they had a guy who literally they had like a contraption. It was like pipes and stuff. And then they had like a foam head of the Indoraptor and they would literally walk around the set so that the actors could react to something like it was physical, yeah, no, something there for them to react to instead of a like, look at that ball or react to nothing. Like if you watch the behind the scenes of like Transformers, they literally had like a pole with like Optimus Prime's head, and they're like, "There you go." Like that just doesn't yeah, right. feel the same. Like at least there's something there, and I appreciate that. No, exactly. I appreciate the hell out of movies after watching behind the scenes of like how they do certain things. I'm like, damn, making movies are hard. Yeah, and I the things that they put into this movie made me appreciate this movie more. Uh, so anybody who watches a movie. And is like, man, that movie wasn't really good. Try to find the behind the scenes of the movie, okay? Because it can open yeah. your eyes a lot more to the whole experience of making the movie. It's not easy. <laughs> it's it's not easy. Uh, yeah. Are you guys you guys got anything you want to add before we move on? I don't really want to go through. There's a fuck ton of trivia, but I don't really want to do a crazy amount of trivia. No, that's fine. No, no, I'm good. Unless you got something you want to add, I'll talk about more shit when we're actually getting into the movie. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into it. Uh. She's in a lot of stuff. Actually, before we uh, before we move on, the fa- a lot of people got mad with the whole volcano thing in this movie for some reason. I remember when it first came out, there was a lot of like, ooh, stupid. Now what are they going to do? Well, maybe watch the movie and then you'll figure it out. In the original novel, they state that Isla Nubar had a active volcano on it. So it was even stated yeah. in the original novel that the island had a volca- an active volcano. Where in this, it was a dormant volcano that became active. Isla Nubar always it had happens. an active, active volcano on it. So relax. I mean, people, we could have we could have done like the original novel. Well, after the first one, after the original novel, Isla Nublar was carpet bombed. So what would you prefer, a volcano or a carpet bombing? Yeah, take your choice. I mean, the whole idea behind it was uh, Colin Trevorrow stated he's like, I we we had to find some way to get off the island. You know, yeah. uh, the, pretty much this entire franchise has been consisting of. I have of an island of either Isla Snor- uh, Isla Isla Nublar or Isla Sorna. I saw upset pictures where we might be going back to site B in Dominion, and I'm excited. Fucking hope so. I know. I hope it was literally a cra- an upset picture. If you go on Dominion's IMDb page, there's a pit set picture of a crate that says InGen and it says site B Isla Sorna, and I was like, oh my god, please. Also, also, the Spinosaurus is coming back to the Jurassic franchise in season four of Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous, which, listen, it might have been made for kids, but it's a fucking good show. I, dude, I could not show. get into the first season. You got to keep like, watching watch- it, man. You got to keep watching How, it. Did we finish season one? Like, I was just like, I just could not. That's why I'm like, because they mentioned the Spino come back. Like, I kind of want to, like, force myself to sit through the rest of it. Like, hopefully it grabs you by the sacky boys. But... I think we got, like, episode five. Yeah, and I was like, I just don't care. Listen, there's, like I said, it is a kid's show, but to be honest, as it keeps going, it kind of gets some, there's some dark shit in it. it, Well, no, there should be, because, well, you know, you find out the main dude's dad, like, died of cancer or some shit, which was early, you know, I watched that. And I was like, which which is, that's that's stuff that happens, and they're, my problem, my problem with any show where kids are the main characters, Yeah, it's tough. It, It is, and the problem is, is a lot of the times they do shows like that, is they this not saying this is egregious of that, but what they tried to bring the audience down to the kids level, mm-hmm. 
when they need to really raise the kids up. Yeah. Because there's shows that do that. There's shows like, good shows that do like Avatar The Last Airbender or Batman The Animated Series, which is a fucking, still one of the best kid shows of all time, if you add me, because it's made for kids, but it's made for everybody, but they never really downplay it for children. Like, here's a show anybody can watch. But anyway, I'm mind. reading a trivia here on IMDb, and it says this is the first movie in the Jurassic Park franchise to have a post credit scene. What? I didn't know there was a post credit scene in this movie. Did we miss that? I didn't watch that. Oh, sorry, guys. I can't. We can't talk about the post credit scene because nobody. No. Wait, wait, wait. You know what? We're going to take a break real quick. I am going to look this shit up on fucking YouTube because I want to know what the hell this. I have never heard of this. Because we watched. Didn't we watch the. Wow, that one part. I thought we watched it when it came out. I'm like. All right. I'm looking it up right now. Let's see what it is. Is this it? Oh, it's a Pteranodon. Pteranodon's landing on the top of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, no. In Vegas. The Pteranodons go to Vegas. That's literally it. Okay. Okay, I was watching it too. I I think I I think I've seen that, but okay. Maybe I don't remember. News to me. News to me. All right. Cool. Well, if we got nothing else to add, let's hop into the plot. Yeah. Of Jurassic World. You got oh, kind of on a long tie right here early. Yeah, that's I'm okay. Sorry, that's how that's that's how we that's how it goes here, and it's just you know I I don't care. <laughs> And that's probably why everybody watched Jurassic Park 3 is because we we talked, we said our feelings for a long time. They like that Before stuff. Are we actually, yeah. Yeah, like my left leg kind of fell asleep during the movie and I really was hungry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we open up to opening credits and it's the so, and it's like the sonar sounds of this cool underwater craft that's going into the Mosasaurus tank. Why are you pointing? What are we, what are we doing? This is, this is the best cold opening since the original. Oh, this this opening, this opening is fantastic. Oh, it's so good. And, and, and even on the other uh, watches of this movie, of viewings of this movie, I don't know what watches, not something I have on my wrist, uh, the past viewings of this movie, I enjoyed the hell out of this opening. It was just the rest oh, of it so that good. pissed me off. So you have this cool underwater craft and look they're looking for something what are they looking for well they're looking for the indominus skeleton that is on the bottom of this tank because they need to get some uh a sample from one of the bones how long has it been they say it it's been like it's been three years three, yeah yeah that's right so it's been three years right nothing left left alive on here well yeah and even franklin asked that earlier he's like the t-rex is dead right like it's dead he's like yeah everything would be dead by now Three years? What? You do realize, like, people who don't understand. Nope. It's a really cool gate that leads into this tank. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like the gate that opens up to Jurassic World, but it's underwater. Or or, or the gate for, for Jaws 3. Oh, that's that's the callback. That's why they did it. They're like, hey, we got, Jaws we got to have a Jaws three reference, and everybody's like, "Wait, there's a Jaws three. <laughs> right? Oh man, oh, I love the the shot of the craft, and then it, you kind of get the the shadow of the Mosasaurus hovering over them as they're doing Dude, their job. Like, I'll wait till you get a little further on what you're gonna say. So we then get we then go up to the surface where this guy, this tech guy, is like working on a a panel because he's trying to get power back right yeah in that in that area 
and that's when you get the the trees cracking but it's pouring so like he can't hear anything and he's trying to call to the sub but the sub's done because the mosasaurus ate the sub after they had gotten the bone so they cut the bone of the of the indominus they sent it up to the surface and then the mosasaurus decided to have the sub for for uh dinner because that was a great shot where it's just the mosasaurus behind it and then it's just it kind of just glides over the sub and then yeah, all you the see, light. and then it goes up into the service, and all you see is the light turn off. Yeah. Oh, right. if if you notice right before they, the Mosasaurus eats them, and they're like cutting the piece off, they're saying, I don't remember, like, yeah, let's get out of here or whatever, right? If you look on the left side of the tank, because it's like facing this side of the actor. No, I'm sorry, it would be facing this side of the actor and like the tanks, out, like out of the the submersible. You can actually see something go back, mm. go by on the left side, and like further out in the water, you can see something move by. So cool. Oh yeah, I never noticed that before in my previous viewings. Mosasaurus is is awesome. I love oh, it. Oh, also, also before the tree crack thing, because um, this is more of a fucking stab at you and myself. But when he's working on that panel and he hears something prior to the trees, like the bush rustle, yeah, it's Dilophosaurus. The oh. sounds of Dilophosaurus. Sound. Oh, I know they, these fuckers—they get us every time. Cock teeth, sons dude. of we bitches. Twice in this yes. movie. God damn it! Give it to us, people. Stop it. Talk tease. So yeah, so the trees start rustling and cracking and the helicopter guys can see what, what it is and they're trying to call to this guy and the guy's more worried about trying to communicate with the sub, but the sub's gone. But he's like, what? What's going on? And then that's when he looks up and he just sees the shadow of the head of Rexy as she, and you oh, get the great see where she comes out and starts chasing him and he's running and sh- damn and damn if it, listen just shoot an entire jurassic movie in the rain where you just see best where you just see the t-rex in the rain she looks fucking gorgeous in the rain yeah i like how she illuminates a few times before he sees her like it'll flash yeah. and you'll see her over here yeah flash and then she's closer oh. over here and it's, it's good it's fantastic so the tech man is narrow narrowly escapes the t-rex tug of war because they they lower the the ladder on the helicopter and he's on there, but the T-Rex has got the other end of it and they were going to cut the ladder off, but then it came loose from the T-Rex and he was like, hell yeah, I escaped. But then the Mosasaurus says, I'm still hungry and comes up <laughs> and just nabs the guy right off the ladder. It's great. Did you did you notice that uh, I'm actually kind of surprised Rexy stood that close to the water because she knows what's in the water. Yeah, that's true. Oh, she, she got there. close like that and then she was like shit that's why she let go she she realized yeah, what was going on she's like fuck this nah, i saw what happened nah. to that other guy <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah and the gate never closed so the mosasaur says peace out jurassic world i'm free it swims away yeah, and that's get... our first our first one mm-hmm. and we get a really cool title card in this one which i appreciate where you get the you get the the lava flowing around the logo the logo looked pretty damn good. Yeah, it did. Isla Nubar is going to explode by a long dormant volcano that no one ever heard of for the entirety of this franchise. We're just finding out. If you wanted to know about the volcano, you just had to read the book. Yeah, come on, guys. Get with it. And they're trying to figure out, should the dinosaurs be protected? Because technically, well, I guess they are endangered species. But because they were, you know, a species, they were animals that were recreated or de-extinct or is that what they call it de-extinct de-extinctions was yeah yeah they they're trying to determine whether or not they should go there and rescue the dinosaurs and malcolm this is where we get our first look at ian malcolm ah god i love jeff goldblum so much he is pretty much telling 
this board no they no this is this is how this is how life needs to be they need to be wiped out this wasn't it wasn't like this was a natural thing these things were created in lab like he's pretty much just regurgitating what he stated in the original Jurassic Park and in the Lost World he's just pretty much no these are not they're not worth it then this was not yep. an act of god <laughs> Like these weren't created, you know, naturally. And I guess this was a, this was actually stuff he said in one of the novels. Yeah, I believe so. Because I, Colin Trevorrow said something in the behind the scenes about how they took a lot of what he stated in, in all the scene. I mean, he's not in much of this movie, but every scene he's in, a lot of the stuff he's saying was taken from the novels. Makes sense. Which I'm glad he did that. But uh, We meet Claire again, and this is the second time in a row that we meet Claire in an elevator. But it's in kind of a yeah. different situation. She's not dressed all fancy. She's just, you know, in her normal attire. And she's going up. She's got her coffee in hand. And she's, was she talking on the phone? I don't care. Not yet. Who cares? No, she's carrying coffee. No, I think she was on the phone, wasn't she? Going up? Yeah, she had she her coffee. She was on the phone with somebody. Who oh, cares who she was know. talking to? Is she, so she works for a dinosaur protection. Like, she's a nonprofit. She's working for a nonprofit organization to help protect the dinosaurs. A dinosaur we, protection group? Yep. We meet a paleo vet named Zia and a technician named Franklin. And boy, are we going to see a lot of Franklin. Sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Just going to flash a picture of Franklin the turtle. (laughs) I've never seen that show except for the clip where he has a nightmare and he has a nightmare of monsters because it's like an episode about like monsters under your bed or like being afraid of the dark or some shit. I don't fucking know. But anyway, <laughs> but the monsters he's afraid of are actually Gamera villains. For those of you not familiar with the Gamera franchise, he's a giant turtle and the monsters. Yeah, it's good stuff. Good reference. Somebody knows who, their shit that yeah, made that show. Who would have thought that we'd be talking about Franklin the turtle in this episode? But the guy's name's Franklin, so it was had to be said we uh zia's talking to a represent like a state representative on the phone and he, i look this was a good a good back and forth where like she gives it to claire claire talks to the woman gets her like a meeting with her and then that's when franklin's like wow 30 seconds i think that's a new record yeah <laughs> right? she's not very good with people she's like i'm like i don't like people pretty much she's like i like animals yeah right yeah exactly but she's a paleo vet which I guess is a real thing, or at least in this universe, because of the fact that there are dice. Yeah, you would, think, <laughs> you would think so. Uh, Claire gets a phone call that a Mr. Ben Lockwood wants to see her at his estate. And she's like, oh, my God, I know Ben Lockwood. No one else does. But, man, we're going to get to know who he is and what he, how he is involved in this entire franchise. But yet we're finding out about him now. I'm glad he was in the novel. I take it he wasn't. Not that this, I know. this man was made up for this for this movie. She goes to the Lockwood estate and she sees a fancy painting of Hammond. I thought that was a cool little homage oh, yeah. to, uh, to Hammond. He's sitting in a little fancy chair with his cane. Uh, we meet Mills, Eli Mills. And boy, the first time you meet this man before he even opens his mouth, you know, that's the bad guy. <laughs> yeah, oh, God, he just emanates. He just, oh, 100% just oozes out of him. Uh, he's the man that is in charge of Lockwood's estate because Lockwood is a very rich man. And uh, if you wanted to entrust somebody with all your money, look at the bad guy, the most generic bad guy of all time. Yep. Seems like a That's good decision. Like a piece of shit. He'd be good with money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Lockwood wants to protect the dinosaurs. He wants to save as many dinosaurs as he can from uh, Nublar 
and he built a sanctuary and I just go, isn't there already another island? Why can't you just take those dinosaurs and throw them on the other island where there's already shit going on? We should just take these dinosaurs and push them somewhere else. And in Jurassic World Evolution, the video game, there is like five fucking islands. Well, there's technically six because we already said Nublar is not talking. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So there's six islands. I'm so confused. Whole, I know. I this know. whole plot point was dumb as hell. Why can't you just go, hey, we want to move the dinosaurs to Isla, New, uh, Isla Sorna or to Isla, whatever other fucking island there is? No, we're going to talk about some sanctuary. Okay. Where am I here? Uh, <laughs> and yeah, and, and I literally put in my notes, what about Site B? Mil, uh, Mills wants Claire to get Owen because they really need blue and he is the man to get her back. And boy, we get to see our favorite meme, Owen Grady. He's building a cabin and Claire needs his help, but she takes him out for beer. Is this the same bar from Jurassic Park three? It looks identical. It's insane. Oh man. Love the throwbacks. And we get to see, Oh, she pretty much, uh, Claire is trying to convince him. And this is one of the interactions where I was just like, fuck you, Owen, you suck. Like he just, he just sucks. It just doesn't make sense where he's like, but blue's there. And he's like, fuck them. Yeah. They all deserve to die. And you're like, oh, right. Wow. Like, when did this happen? But then like, he goes, becoming, yeah. And then he, he goes home and watches the videos of him training the baby, the baby raptors. And I was like, you clearly care. You just be a to be Mr. Tough guy. You know, I mean, it, it still doesn't make sense. You know what would have made more sense if they would have just, instead of him, like, he just moved out into the woods and built a cabin because she didn't want to live by the side of the road and he didn't want her to drive his van or whatever. Yeah, that whole thing sucked, just, too. Just, I hated all just that. Have him, just have him, like, because of whatever happened at the park, which I don't understand what the point of having them getting separated. It was stupid. Like, what did that add? It added nothing to it. It was stupid. What, why, did, why did they make it something big? Like, after everything happened, it was because he's, he's, he's in the war. He was a military man. Yeah. Maybe it was PTSD. And he got, cause no offense. This is a fact. Alcoholism is rampant in people, the military, maybe they just had me an alcoholic and she couldn't deal with his shit. That would have been more plausible. plausible. I'm like, eh, hey, he just left. He didn't want you driving his van. He left. Yeah. I didn't like this whole, <laughs> the whole thing with them. It just sucked. It didn't make any sense. It sucked. But he's, he says other things later. I'm like, man, he's an asshole. He is. Yeah. He yeah. is. We officially meet. Uh, like we said, we met Zia in Franklin, but this is where we kind of get a full introduction of them because Owen's already in the plane and they come on and he introduced and Claire introduces them. And this is where we get awesome uh, dialogue from Franklin. Just, I just, I can't stand this character. He just says like, I don't just shut up, dude. Just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I found him amusing. But I, I he's definitely no. Listen, I might be the all. odd one out uh, for not liking Franklin, but. I don't like him. I didn't like him. So we get the the maid, or not the maid. She's like the housekeeper slash uh, over, a nanny She's, for yeah. Maisie, who is uh, Lockwood's granddaughter. <laughs> for audio listeners, I just air quoted that because we're going to find something out later. Uh, Iris is played by Charlie Chaplin's daughter. Did you know that? Gwendolyn, that really Gwendolyn Chaplin. Damn. Yep. That's some lineage right there, motherfucker. She actually played Charlie Chaplin's mother in the movie Chaplin, which starred Robert Downey Jr. back in 1992 yes. or three. Holy shit. Yep. She's been in everything. She's I mean, been she's, in a lot of movies. She's credited for 163 things, 
she where did it go she was nominated or won some kind of really high up award oh she was nominated for a BAFTA film award she has 26 wins and 10 nominations so she's she's good she knows what she's doing yeah she knows what she's doing she's written things mm-hmm. so she- She's been acting since, what, the 30s? The 50s. No, 50s, yeah, 52. Because she would have been probably born in the 30s. She was born in 44. 44, okay. That's so, yeah, who knows what she's doing? Mm-hmm. Cool. But, yeah, just thought I'd throw that fact out there. Maisie is a very adventurous child. She gets to hang out in in this really cool museum-like room that has all the displays of the dinosaurs and the skeletons and stuff like that, which is really cool. I love this mansion. It's fucking cool. Dinosaurs. And. Dinosaurs. We meet. She meets up with her grandfather, and her grandfather talks about how she reminds her, or she reminds him of her mother, who we find and out her, who he states passed away in a car accident. Well, and also Locke was very ill. He's a very sickly yes, man. Yes, yes. And we we didn't state it before when uh, Clara goes to the mansion. So Lockwood was business partners with Hammond. They are the ones that pretty much started the cloning, all this cloning process. They originally started with elephants and like more like land based, like, you know, land animals or animals that aren't extinct. Uh, and then they decided to go into that's when they decided to go into dinosaurs. But they they broke their relationship, became strained and Hammond distanced, distanced himself from Lockwood because of something Lockwood did, but we're not going to state what he did yet because it's a big uh, plot point in this movie. Uh, hey, uh, Lockwood also, I guess, helped Hammond start Jurassic Park, which yeah, is another thing that you never find out until this movie. Maisie asks her grandfather if her mother had gone to Jurassic Park, and he said yes once. And then I was like, "What? <laughs> Other people have been to Jurassic Park? I'm well, so see, that's what, I'm so that's confused. what through." Well, that's what threw me off, because at first it leads you to believe that maybe it was one of the kids. But that would make sense, because that's Lockwood's daughter. Yeah, but but the the, the kids were Hammond's grandkids. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, because that's why I said, like, oh, she had been in Jurassic Park. Well, I thought the only two kids were Hammond's grandkids. Mm -hmm. But apparently there were ones that had been there, obviously, prior to that incident. I didn't like this. Probably didn't do the tour. Well, okay, here's the thing. When this happens in movies... I don't care for it much in this film. When this happens in movies, it doesn't always bother me. Because because when you watch a film and, like, say sometimes there's a sequel, a character doesn't get mentioned in the prior film. How many times do you know a person, you've known them for years, and then they tell you something you never knew about them, even though you've known them for a million years? Something substantial. Like, oh, hey, I never knew that about you. Yeah. He's like, never came up. Right. But, I mean, it, this situation is a little different. It's like business partners, right? When they right. always talk about the genetics thing, you figure he would have been mentioned at some point during the entire process mm. like in all the other movies but i'm just saying like usually it doesn't bother me in movies when this happens but in this situation it's a little weird yeah we uh we then the the group there owen claire zia and franklin all make it to the island and that's where we meet wheatley played by ted levine now ted levine oh, is man. the man yes most famously played the serial killer Buffalo Bill in one of the greatest movies of all time, The Silence of the Lambs. Uh, he's also been in a lot of other stuff. Uh, he's he's a he's a great actor. I did not like his role in this. I did not like the character they they wrote for him. Stereotypical villain too. Yes, exactly. He's the the goon. He's like the head goon of main bad guys group, and it, and he just. Yep. But in the beginning here, he comes off as a nice guy. Like he wants to. He's he's putting on that facade. To help them, uh, to help them, air quote again, uh, 
and on their mission of helping to rescue the dinosaurs. Interesting. I love the sound of the gates opening as they're driving yes. through it because it's the it's the that alarm sound before Timmy mm-hmm. gets electrocuted in yep. Jurassic Park. Yep. So good. There'd be references here. Franklin is definitely the odd one out in this trip because boy is he's terrified, which I guess is okay if you're on an island full of dinosaurs. But boy, is he annoying. He's like, the T-Rex is dead, right? The T-Rex is dead? The T-Rex is dead? Like, shut the fuck up. You ask me again. I'm going to kick you out and see if the T-Rex is dead. He is so obsessed with the damn Tyrannosaur, man. Good God. We go to downtown Jurassic World, and we get our first shot of a compie. Compies are back! And we get many shots of the compies in this movie, unlike the last one. We got none. They don't do really anything crazy. Nah, they're just there. Yeah, they're just there, and it's cool. I like it. They're they're having fun. We get the, the dance. we get the cool shot of uh, they're in the truck and then they hear like the large, you know, thumping outside and they go out and it's the Brachiosaurus and Zia is all emotional because she never thought she was going to see a dinosaur, which I thought was a really cool moment. Yeah, yeah of course. That, for whole, her that whole moment was great until they showed Owen and he's just like, I was like, oh, come on, Chris Pratt, like have some emotion in your face. Jesus Christ. What's going on he's here? Just, he's just sitting here like, man, I, I really need to finish the roof on that house. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is old hat. And boy, that that volcano was rumbling real hard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, we uh, we all know why Franklin's here, because he goes up to this. They're trying to get into this bunker. He's the one who's got to hack into the mainframe to get into the bunker. And then, of course, because Claire is still in the system, because she ran Jurassic World, she's able to get into like the computer, you know, into like because the dinosaurs are still tagged from Jurassic World when Jurassic World was operating, they can easily track the dinosaurs through this program. So that's why Franklin's here, everybody. And they find where Blue is. So Owen and Zia go with Wheatley and his goon squad to go look for Blue. And that's where we get more copies. More copies! Yeah, hanging out on the Jeep? <laughs> yes, on the broken... Really? No, it's not Explore. the Jeep, it's the Explorer. Explore. The yeah. broken flipped... Uh, it, flipped upside down explorer we get an we get uh, of course it's the jurassic franchise we got to get a mirror shot and it's the mirror shot of owen walking towards the explorer the only movie we didn't get a mirror shot at least i can't remember if there was one was jurassic park 3 pretty sure there wasn't i was because, thinking, yeah, I, I knew you're about to say it, it's the only one i could think of that that because of course happen. of course throughout the franchise the original was as they're driving away from the t-rex uh with the little jeep in lost world was when they're driving away from the t-rex in san diego when they're and the and Jurassic World was what was what happened to when was the Schmier shot in Jurassic World? It was uh, it, no, it wasn't it when it was it was when it was when Claire was they were driving away after the Raptors right. were the Raptors and they were in the, come, the Raptor comes up the truck. The truck. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 Already. So That's, there's not going to be a mirror shot in Dominion to keep it consistent with it. Jurassic Park three. We need that mirror shot, guys. We need it. Colin Trevorrow, <laughs> listen to me. We need our mirror shot. The, exactly. the original crew is back. Can we just have Muldoon like come back from the dead? Like he never actually died. Please. I mean, the actor's dead, so that would kind of not make sense. The extinction. Yeah. Mirror. We get the mirror shot, and that Owen's going close up to the Explorer, and that's when Blue comes out of nowhere, and she jumps on top of the Explorer, which I thought was a really cool shot. She's uh, starts being aggressive towards him, and then he kind of is edging his way towards her and trying to reestablish a connection with her. And right before it happens, she gets shot up with some tranks and he's like, I told you to wait for my call. But Wheatley, that's when we get the, the, the turn from Wheatley as he's like, I don't need to listen to Jack shit from you. I'm doing what I want. And 
that's when Owen gets all, all up in his face and he freaking shoots Owen with a Trank gun. But that was before. No. So before he does that, that's when Blue attacks one of the goons. Yeah, because he raises his gun. Right. And she attacks him. She's doing her thing. And, that, and the guy pulls out a, a pistol and shoots her. So she's, you know, seriously wounded. And and then that's when Owen gets pissed off and he gets tranked. And and then the Wheatley and his gang take Zia because Zia's a vet and they hightail it out of there. Oh, a dinosaur reacting somewhat realistically to a gunshot? Holy right. shit. I love it when he throws the treat at her. Oh, yeah. She's like, hits her. <laughs> He's like, oh, face. okay. <laughs> you not. And then this is where we pretty much get a fully established notion that Wheatley and Mills are bad guys because we get the generic phone call like, we got her, we got her. <laughs> and literally, that's how that whole scene went down. I fucking hated it because, oh, I know. because Mills is on the phone. He's like, you better bring her home fine. And that's Maisie's like, what's going on? Did you save the dinosaur? He's like, get out of here. <laughs> it kicks her out. <laughs> like, God damn, get out of here. Uh, this was Isabella Sermon's first acting role. The girl who plays Maisie. Her only yeah. two film or uh, film credits are Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, and Jurassic World Dominion. As of right now, Ugh. what uh, did you not like her? Yeah, for one specific part at the end of the movie. <laughs> oh well, I don't. Th- I don't put the fault on her. I put the fault on the writers for putting this into the film and making this well, what it is. Yeah, just just her character in that specific <laughs> moment. But yeah, she was fine. She was fine. We get. We go back to Owen, who is uh, he's laying on the ground. He's all tranked up, so he can't move. And we get is uh, what kind of dinosaur is this? That's a Nasudoceratops, isn't it? Okay, I put ceratops. I put ceratops because I didn't know what ceratops it was. No, 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 no. It's probably a Cenoceratops. Okay, because I don't think Nasudoceratops showed up until the little short they did after this. What was it Battle at Big Rock? Yeah, that little that little short they show on TV. I think that's when they show up in the franchise. And we get the scene where he is trying to get himself to be able to move again. The lava starts inching closer to him, and he's fine. He's fine. Oh, he's totally fine. And he gets himself over a log somehow. And right as he gets yeah. over the log, he's perfectly okay again. Okay, sure, whatever. Claire and Franklin are trying to get out of the bunker because when all of the blue shit happened and they left, all the goons left and locked them in the bunker. Yeah, yeah, they're like, I don't want to get out. Yeah, so they end up finding a way to open up the door and we get one of the coolest shots in the movie of the, the tunnel, down this dark tunnel and the lava starting to pour into the tunnel and as the lava starts to come in, you see the glimpses of a dinosaur coming down the tunnel. I was like, damn, this is cool as hell. And it's a baryonyx, which is something we haven't seen in the Jurassic franchise, at least in the nope. main films. Uh, of course, we've seen the Spinosaurus, which is a relative of the of the yes. Spinosaurus. And it was something we had talked about in the Jurassic Park 3 episode about how the reason behind the Spinosaurus not being on their list because yes. they thought it was this dinosaur. No, a Suka, they thought it was a Sukumimus. Well, they thought it was either a Sukumimus or a Baryonyx. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That's right. But well, Baryonyx is a cool looking dinosaur. Very. That's why I have a tattoo of it on my body. Um, the um, the one thing I hate about this, this is another scene of Frank when like, because they hear the noise, like it's the T Rex, the T Rex, T Rex, and then Claire's like, it's not a T Rex, probably. Like, she would know the T Rex would not fit through a fucking tunnel that small, right? But anyhow, but I love the CG shots in the dark are fucking great. Mm-hmm. They just the way mm-hmm. they were able to light this with the lava and all that. Uh, do you think the lava would have caused more damage 
in actuality if it hit something like I don't know something with thick skin like a baryonyx you think it would have caused more damage because that, baryonyx, that baryonyx looked like it like accidentally touched the stovetop it's like ah I'm okay uh I don't know I don't I, I did we just depend on how well like when it made contact if it could get out of it fast enough or if it when it hit it would cool and start to like really stick and then just continue to burn a hole through you I, I don't know yeah that's a great uh-huh. question because uh, that happens. What's another? What, what's that movie? Volcano. You know what I'm talking about? That, the dude jumps out of the back of the train into the lava. And he like, oh, like slowly yeah. melts into it and dies. And somebody said that's not how that would actually happen or something. Mm-hmm. You would actually not go that fast. Of course. So I don't know. I really don't know. I, but that's a good question because I thought of the same thing. I, I put that Dido almost got you, Franklin. And I wish I had. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but they narrowly escape, of course. It's perfect timing because the Baryonyx is having a tough time climbing that ladder. And right as they get to the top, that's when the Baryonyx is right on his tail. See it later in the Different dinosaur. Not dinosaur. Lava. 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 <laughs> yeah, not lava a dinosaur. Lavasaurus. Lavasaurus. That's terrifying. Pyroraptors. <laughs> Oh man! Just look at the velociraptors that could spit fire. I'd do it. Oh boy, I'd do it. I'm down. Shit's got crazy. That's, that's, we're gonna Sci-Fi make... Channel buy that shit up. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Listen, some guy went to them and said, "Hey, we want to make a movie about sharks in a tornado." All right, we got oh, this. sharkness. And there's what to... six of them. Yeah, seven. we can. We're gonna make some good money, Dan, on our lava raptors. Listen, there's a there's a a movie. Not to really go off track here, but there's a movie on Amazon right now called Velocipaster. I saw that. I was like, we did movie night. We did movie night yesterday. And I was like, Velocity. Did you watch it? Like, we didn't watch. No, oh. no. We picked, uh, Damn. we picked two different movies. One was really good. One was very mad. That would have been fun. I'll tell you later. Uh, that, that, that volcano is exploding now. So it's time to run. And that's what we get. Owen running out of the woods. And he's screaming, run. As all these big dinosaurs are right behind him. Mm-hmm. How he did not get trampled. I oh, don't know. oh, trust me. We're getting to my favorite part of this movie. <laughs> it's a stampede and look we got another log in a random gyrosphere is it the same log from jurassic park like this like they're just literally throwing nostalgia at us but, the, but there's conveniently a gyrosphere right there that's in perfect condition all right yep. uh we get this is, a, this is a carrot uh right this one's a uh this is another um oh the the one that shows wait are you the one that are you talking about when they get get into the sphere and then uh, like Brady or no Owen, oh, I was a Brady. Grady, Owen Grady is about to get in, and then he sees the dinosaur shark coming around the yeah, outside. Yeah, that's a car. Yeah, Carnotaurus. Carnotaurus. Sorry, he's the bad guy Everybody? in the camp in Camp Cretaceous. He's like the big bad oh, dino in that show. Well, I think it's, first, and it's the same our... exact one, which is really cool because, of course, there's not many different. Uh, like for like the bigger ones, I know that they only had like one of each of the big dinos. Well, there's, well, th- well, there's another Carnotaurus that shows up later. Which is not this one because this one kind of dies. There was another one that showed up in this. Yeah, there's two cars, two carnotaurs in this film. All right. Well, when we get to that part, you have to tell me because I don't remember. Yeah, it was at the end. Yeah, it was at the end. He gets bitch slapped. I will tell you. We'll get. Oh, that's right. We get this. It's the best fucking scene in the movie. Right. It's great. Like, okay, I remember now. Thank you for reminding me. Just let him have the leg. (laughs) Don't be. Just let him have the leg. Yo, she's old. She's like, fuck you. This is my meal. I okay, we're gonna get to that. So he fights uh, <laughs> another ceratops. I don't know what ceratops this one is. I think gets... this is Cynosaurus as well. Okay, so he gets. I said a ceratops. I mean, sorry. So he gets into a fight with one of those, but then Rexy shows up and she fights the uh, Carnotaurus. She pins him so down. Fight. 
Yeah, yeah. It was her just literally okay. grabbing him, throwing him to the ground, stepping on him and roaring, which was great. And yeah. then I love how she's like, okay, I'm done. Shakes it off and just walks away. Well, I, I think it was more, yeah, when the volcano went off. She's like, ah, I don't want to stick around for this. She's <laughs> like, fuck this. I want to live. And then we get the dumbest fucking scene ever. This okay, this entire sequence fucking sucked. I hated every minute of it. Okay, so Claire and Franklin are in the gyrosphere, and Owen isn't because the the gyrosphere turns, it shuts the door, and now he can't get back in. You get that really shocked face, like, oh no! Shit. Don't worry, don't worry, Owen. Somehow you're fucking a, a superhero. <sighs> this pissed me off so much. He's so the the gyrosphere starts rolling down the hill. And yes, it was rolling. It wasn't powered because it has no power. It was rolling yeah. down this hill and Owen starts running and he is running alongside not some small ass dinosaurs, but some big ones. Oh, how sorry. he did, how he's not getting trampled beyond me, how he's surviving uh, this big plume of ash that's flowing by him, which like, uh, I mean, we could talk about Pompeii if we wanted to. Uh, it, flow. Literally, would he would inhale yeah. it and immediately die. Yeah, it scorched his lungs. And you then the fact that they fall off a cliff that's probably 200 feet up. Yep, I know. And then he holds his I breath know. for fucking 27 minutes. Yeah. Check this out. He's got get water world. <laughs> I would, I, you know what? I would have been okay if they killed Owen off. Like if they just killed him here. He just died. It's sacri- he dies like trying to open. He like, yeah. Either either don't let him get taken by the flow and they jump in the water and he sacrifices himself like opening the thing so they can get out. It's it's Who was it that, awful. The blub blubs. like, oh, he couldn't hold his breath for that long. Was it Victor? What was it? With this part, they're like, he can't hold his breath that long. Yeah, especially in been. a situation like this. Like, this isn't just. Big. It's not like he's just having a good time free diving. He's literally in a stressful situation where there are fucking dinosaurs falling from the sky. Fuck Sorry. This, fuck all this. Fuck this entire scene. That's all I got to finish with. It's no, no, it's fair. It's no, no, I agree with you. It's like, when did Jurassic Park... Actually, I know when it happened. It was Jurassic World. But yes. When did Jurassic Park go to scenes with people that, albeit it's film, and it is exaggerated, because yes. there's dinosaurs and shit, but yeah. they all seem like realistic in these situations. They're not like action heroes and... We're not all riding bicycles with velociraptors or motorcycles with velociraptors. <laughs> and, like, it feels more grounded than yeah. any of this shit in these last oh, two yeah. movies. It's bonkers, man. It's absolutely bonkers. When he says, when he says, um, I rode my motorcycle through the woods with a, with a pack of velociraptors. <laughs> with a pack of velociraptors, all I can see is the end of Lego, Lego Jurassic World where it's blue on the, on the bike. Yeah, Blue's riding the motorcycle, and isn't the pig riding a motorcycle at one point? Yeah, that's all I yeah, That's the see. best part of those the games. Pig, I love the, the pig is heavily involved involved in that, that game. I love it. It's got thumbs! Yep. So we get an identical... We then, after all this bullshit happens, like Claire and Franklin almost drown in the gyrosphere, Owen shoots a couple times in it. That seems safe. Uh, and they get out safe and sound, because, of course, none of these people can die. Well, there's no power. Why would the door lock like that? I don't know, dude. This movie pissed me off. I don't know if it was necessarily locked or if it was just sealed. Yeah, but why would it be sealed? There's no power. Like, like for, for it to manually seal, there has to be some kind of, like, you literally have to swing down and have some kind of spring to force itself shut. Unless it had, like, a rubber seal around it where it, when it closed. But why would it close that tightly? I don't know. I'm just, I think it's shit. Freaking hell. It could have... <laughs> 
jarred the door. It's garbage. It's just fucking garbage. But that's <laughs> but that's when I was talking about fucking north. <laughs> when the the debris hits the gyrosphere, it burns through, burns a hole through the top. And yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. Like Blabba. it would it would do some damage to the baryonyx. Yeah. But, oh yeah, I'm sure it would. I mean, just I, I, mean, I, I don't know glass. But it's like. Uh, <laughs> All I know is that this episode probably is going to have the most fucks in it, and I could give two fucks. <laughs> You're giving all you have for this mm-hmm. episode. So. Mm-hmm. We then, we, yeah, so we get an identical uh, shot from uh, the Lost World where they're sitting on the cliff looking out as like dinosaurs are being taken away. And we get the, T, we get the T-Rex being taken out in the same contraption as, she, uh, as the yeah. male was taken out in the Lost World. They got her quick. Oh, so fast. Like, um, oh, there's a T-Rex. Let's just gra- tag and bag it. Boop, 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 boop. Uh, they got the Baryonyx. Uh, from, there could have been more than one. Yeah, that's true. They, they got the T-Rex. Of course, they got a bunch of other dinosaurs. We get the epic. Or, or we also see that Wheatley is a tooth guy. Like, he likes to collect teeth. And yeah, so he, he goes and pulls out. the teeth out of uh, the tooth out of a Stegosaurus. I love all the sounds. They got the the sounds really reminded me of the original films, like the way like the way that the Stegosaurus sounded. Like I've just flashed back mm-hmm. to the Lost World. Yeah, and of yep. course the the roar that the T Rex had when she's standing on top of the Carnotaurus, it kind of sounded like the original, like that one we yeah. all love. And I was like, yeah, meteor. Yeah, and then she kind of she was like, fuck this, I gotta go. We get the epic run from the volcano because they got they got to get out of there because that volcano is it's finishing its job. It's taking out this island. And we, they're running freaking pieces of the volcano are f- flying down and Franklin falls and I just go, leave him there. And Fuck him, he's foddered. Yeah. Owen rescues him. Claire uh, takes control of one of the trucks. She drives off and we get the cool, sh- we get the, sh- I don't want to say cool. We get the shot of her jumping off of the, the side of the dock onto the back of the boat and then somehow changing gears to be able to get up the ramp, but okay, sure. Yeah, you'd want to actually, if you're going to do, you want to downshift and do a lower gear. I mean, I don't know. Did she, did she, did she go up or down? I, I don't know. I mean, just by the look of it. But anyhow, well, what I want to say is there's no lip on that dock. So it would not have jumped. No, I would just, like, it would have just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would just went straight and down. Uh, and uh, nobody knows. Listen, it's like, the, I, it's I think, like the bus from speed. Okay. We just got to, I, I know, I know, I know. Suspicion of display. I, I give them the. I don't really hold it against them not noticing it getting on because, like, at this point, there's literally just people fleeing for the boat, and they're just like, it's probably just somebody else trying their damnedest to get left on the get back on the boat, and nobody yeah. gives a shit. Like, yeah. I guarantee nobody gave a shit. No, I was like, how did no one realize that this happened? No one's gonna check, make sure these people are okay, and they go, oh shit, it's that guy and that girl, but well, whatever. But she's just wearing a hat, like that. Yeah, watch my disguise, John. Oh, wow, wow, wow. <laughs> my most, my most strange. And, and then we get the saddest scene Ugh. ever. And it's when the Brachiosaurus is walking to the edge of the dock. And I think I teared up a little bit. I think I teared. I think there was one scene when I watched this originally because I, I knew that this was the Brachiosaurus that we first meet mm-hmm. uh, at the beginning of Jurassic Park, which just made it so hard because it's like, this is the first dinosaur you ever see in this franchise. And now we're watching her die. And she does... Yeah. And you get the the ash ghost surrounds her, but you see like her silhouette and she stands up on her back feet. And I was like, God damn it. Take that art strings. Yeah. And that's it. Isla Nublar is no more. 
Except that's horseshit. Oh, I mean, the island isn't going to like sink into the ocean. Like it's still going to be there. Well, well, it went. Here's my complaint with this, right? I mean, ecologically, that that environment's dramatically changed. Very high likelihood that a majority of the species are dead on that island, or of course, whatever's taken from it. I refuse to believe every dinosaur is dead on that island. Yeah, but we're not even going to get. We're not going to oh, no. have anybody go back. They, they won't, because when you pan out, lava is going to run in the path of least resistance. So it's going to find the lowest points and travel down those. When it pans out on the island, see it going off. There's big sections of the island or sections of the island that are further past that are higher elevation that lava wouldn't even get to. Hmm. So there's a very high likelihood that there's still dinosaurs on that island. Yeah. Where? But I mean, admittedly, herbivorous dinosaurs are the ones that are going to live the best because in that situation, because if they're in an area that's secluded enough that's higher than wherever the path going to the volcano would be, they could have foliage and stuff as long as the gases or whatever don't kill them. Depends on which way it goes. So right. that's that's horseshit, I call it. That was one thing I noticed. It was like, they're not all dead. Oh, boy. We then, it, we then go see Mills, and he's seeing that the boat has escaped the island, and he meets up with an auctioneer Played by, oh boy, what the hell is this guy's name? Walker Dickhead. Toby Jones. Toby Jones. Toby. Toby Jones. And he's, he's, he was Arnim Zola in yes. Captain America. Yes. But he was in the Hunger Games. Was he in the Hunger yes, Games? He was Claudius Templesmith. He was the. Claudius Templesmith. Yeah, he was the. Um, he's in the Mist, too. He's been, he's been in a lot of stuff. He uh, was the original game maker. Dude. Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever watched the final two of them. So, yeah, so he meets up, Mills meets up with this guy, and they talk about an auction, and the guy's like, oh, are you trying to play me or something? You don't even have the, the stuff we're going to be auctioning. He's like, oh, they're coming. Don't you worry. This is going to be a good one. He's like, yeah, you're wasting my time. And we get that just generic bullshit conversation back and forth that I could give two shits about yep and four million is slow tuesday for me yeah because we get mills talking about the future of weaponizing the dinosaurs and then we get to meet the new well we get to, they talk about the new hybrid dinosaur the indoraptor <gasps> so why did they put the never mind they'll show it later and I'll, I'll comment on one aesthetic piece of this animal so we find out that lockwood is hiding something from Maisie. and when he was talking to claire earlier did he have a british accent because i don't remember but i know that Maisie has a british accent and then when he's talking to Maisie, he has a british a, a british accent and i was like what is happening i know i don't remember I, him having one earlier i don't either now that you mention it I, i'm wondering if she does and he doesn't because she is raised by Iris, who has right, who has that because she's trying to teach her to be a proper lady, mm. British lady. Yes, boss. So Makes I'm sense. wondering if she's teaching her to talk that way, right? And she just kind of picked up on it because she's with her more than she is with him hmm. that makes sense we uh, we see that uh zia is with blue and we get the great uh practical effects blue is is actually there there's actually a uh, an amazing full-size raptor on this table that and yes. underneath this table is like seven puppeteers to control all the little bitty pieces of her like that you know you got one guy who controls the tail one guy who controls the arms one guy who literally controls just the eyes they even have a guy who just controls her nostril movements i'm like damn this is crazy i mean i was the nostril guy yeah (laughs) (laughs) this is great (laughs) credited as the nostril guy 
Oh, I got to figure out who the special effects guy was for this. Where is it? I mean, Where you had it? people credited in, in the the faculty. Uh, fuck you, boy, and fuck you, girl. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? Yeah. We watched the we watched the faculty yesterday or yesterday. Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that you. Tw- I was trying to think of that movie. Did you Did you find out what it was? I'm pretty sure somebody uh somebody told me what it was, and I was like, well, I was way off. Um. I was yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, leave it to Twitter to help me. Mm-hmm. I really need to find out who was the special effect guy for this. Uh, with special effects teeth. Nice. <laughs> well, I mean, somebody's. Uh, yeah, somebody has too. Mm-hmm. Special effects, Michael Alcorn. Michael, Michael, Michael Tiny Alcorn. There's so many people here. I just, uh, he's known for special effects on uh, episode six. I just did control, control F and found it. Nice. (laughs) So yeah, so Blue is dying and they need blood from another dinosaur in order to keep her alive. So they need to do a a blood transfusion and we get more awesome uh, practical effects with the T-Rex. Ah, so good. The... That is literally one of my big positives on this film is the fact that they use so much practical effects. Yes, I do love that. Look, it looks so much better than using CGI the so whole time. And the fact this is the first time we've seen, um, like this is the original T Rex from Jurassic Park, and we get to see her up close again, uh, which we haven't seen her up close like this since the original one, where you get like at oh. the, you know, when she comes across Grant and uh, Lex, that's the last time you get to see her like that, which is great. You know, I just love it. This is so practical effects are great. Yep. Uh, so they, yeah. So, she, so Claire has to hop on top of Rexy and she's got to jab that needle right into uh, her vein to drain some blood. And you got Owen on the side being the com- uh, comedy relief as he's being, somehow not crushed by this giant T-Rex head. So, yeah, so then she wakes up and they got to get the hell out of there. So they so he does the cool move where he like dives through her open mouth and somehow escapes. And he's like, "Did you get the blood?" and she just does the thing where she just holds it up. <laughs> what? And how did no one Why? hear this? Why were they so loud in there? Hey, you really need to jab it into her. You got it like sh- quiet the fuck down. I'm and, right here. Why would she does it? She's like like, I was like, you can, you can, you can go. I hit my headphones. You can go with it and not make the sound. Like you don't need to make the sound. Oh my god! So <laughs> we then cut back to the mansion where Maisie has got to investigate the basement because she, uh, that's where Mills and the auction uh, auctioneer guy went. She discovers the videos of Owen training the Raptors, which then we cut back to Blue. Uh, getting her blood transfusion and after that's done she's got to get the they got to get the bullet out of her and uh, she's crying you see the close-up of her eye she's got a tear i was like oh yeah blue's crying poor poor blue blue we so Maisie is in the lab and she hears mills and dr henry Wu. he's back everybody because of course he is and uh Wu and mills are arguing with each other because of the fact that uh blue is injured and she might die and but Wu is pissed because he needs blue to be alive because he she needs to be the mother of the new Ind- indoraptor because the one that he had created is just a prototype just to, for people to see what it looks like and what it can do but they're going to make another one that'll be more uh you know because it'll have that mother you know motherly love 
from blue where it won't be as savage. Yeah, it'll have a nerd, it'll have a proper uh, upbringing. Yes. So Maisie runs. Uh, she's trying to hide from Mills and Wu, and she backs up into the Indoraptor's enclosure. And you get the released creepy extension of the claw, and then it like strokes its one claw into her hair, and she turns around, screams, and she runs into Mills, who then gets pissed off and throws her into a room. And locks the door and then tells the woman who is in charge of watching her she stays locked up in that room. I'm like, aren't you in charge of her fortune of Lockwood's fortune? How are you giving direction on what this kid's gonna be doing? Exactly. Oh, he has it up he has it up here what he's gonna well, do. Well, he's so far up his own ass. He just... Oh yeah, he's True. got it all planned out. It, but then uh oh, god damn Iris tells Mills that Lockwood needs to see him. We then cut back to the boat where Owen, Claire, and the crew arrive back. And how did Owen just hop in this truck and no one's gonna check? Like, make sure, like, this is somebody who works there. Like, it, it's all very confusing to me. <sighs> so means to an end. We then drive the, you know, we got the trucks driving. We find out we're going to Lockwood's estate. <gasps> Lockwood's behind it all. At least that's what they think. We, uh, they then show all the dinosaurs getting put into their little cages and we see the T-Rex yep. being put in. There's a goat because they got to throw that back to the original of the goat, goat chained up and you get to see it. We, we get to see the T-Rex eat it. And this, in this reality or this, yeah, this reality, there's a surplus of goats. Mm-hmm. Very much. Lockwood is pissed because he found he finds out what uh, Mills has been doing and what he's about to do. And he's like, this is not what this is not what we're supposed to be like. This isn't this wasn't the plan. And Mills is trying to convince him, you know, this is going to be good. And he's like, no, this is bad. You're going to call the cops and turn yourself in. And that's when Mills is like, or I could just take this pillow and shove it over your face. And then we get the dramatic scene of the cane because so Lockwood had the same style cane as Hammond, yep. where it's the uh, mosquito in in the amber on like a really cool staff, really cool. The cane falls, it shatters, and we all know what happens to Lockwood. Yes, we then get Dude, Mills. I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Can I throw it like just how disposable Lockwood was? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like he like like literally, he was just a means for Mills to have money and a place for Wu to go. Mm-hmm. Like that, that literally, I mean, like a place for him to go to do like, they could have picked anywhere else. Like Lockwood was literally not essential to this whatsoever. I agree. He was kind of useless. He was just there to add some uh, shit that didn't make any sense. Mills is giving more bad guy speeches. He's pretty much telling Iris she can go because, oh, Lockwood's dead. Don't need any more of this. We don't need you around because I'm her guardian now. And you're like, Wait, what the fuck? What is going on? Who would have made Doesn't you quite def- know that first? Yeah, it was dumb. It's auction time, and Maisie starts scaling the house to escape her room. Uh, she goes to her grandfather's room and discovers he's dead. Dun dun dun! Oh no! She then Papa. takes. Yeah, she hears somebody coming. Oh wait, this. Sorry, the Mills in Irisine didn't happen yet. She takes the photo album and she hides in the dumbwaiter. Or was it a closet? Was it was it a dumb waiter? Dumb waiter. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, I know there's probably multiple dumb waiters in this house. We uh, we see that Mills is just a sick bastard, man. He pretty much oh. he kills Lockwood and then sets it up like Lockwood just died. Yeah, uh, which in reality you would call like the cops would come. Uh, they would investigate. They wouldn't realize that he was suffocated with a fucking pillow. And then yeah. Mills goes to jail. But don't worry. Yes. Mills, Mills gets his due diligence. Yeah. Yes. 
Maisie uh, discovers that she looks identical to her mother. And I'm guessing the other woman was Iris, younger Iris. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. she makes mention that she took care of both of them. Right. Okay. Claire and Owen have a, a talk about like, oh, was the first time you, do you remember the first time you ever saw a dinosaur? Blah, blah, blah. All this crap. Don't care. And <laughs> Owen discovers that there's a Friar Tuck dinosaur. What's the actual name of this dinosaur? It's a, st- it's a Stygimolok. Okay. I called it the Friar Tuck because I just remembered that's what they called it in Lost World. I just call it a different stygium. dinosaur, but it is part of that lineage. Oh, it, oh, it is a different dinosaur? Yeah, because the dinosaur in those ones are Pachycephalosaurus. Oh, this okay. Stygimolok. Already. Uh, and he's hanging out in the stall next door. I don't know why I put stall. I meant sell but i'm just gonna stay with stall (laughs) they're locked up with the dinos yep the auction begins the ankylosaurus comes out first and sells for 10 million dollars we then we then get a juvenile allosaurus uh which i believe this is the first time an allosaurus has been in this franchise it was earlier well we see one earlier when they're running from the volcano but first movie yes right allosaurus for Mm-hmm. Owen and Claire escape with some help uh, from uh, Friar Tuck Boy, and Maisie joins them because she uh, escapes down the dumbwaiter because she goes down the dumbwaiter and Mills looks in to see what's going on. Nothing's there, but she goes down. Then she was going to try to go back up, but she decides to stick around with Owen and Claire because I watched your videos with the raptors. Blue was dope as shit. Yeah. You want to learn about dinosaurs, little girl? Come in my van. Okay. Whoa! Alrighty. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's how that went down. But well, no. But the, the way he says, it, "You come with us. I'll tell you all about dinosaurs." Like, <laughs> oh, you're making this weird, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we then officially meet the Endoraptor because they want to bring it out as kind of like a a tease to let people know what's to come. But they, some guy decides he wants to bid on it. And they start off with like $21 million and that's when, you know, dollar yeah. bills start showing up in Mills' eyes and he's like, sell it. Even though Wu's like, it's not for sale, it's a prototype. It's that Russian dude. He's like, 20 millions. And this thing, and the Indoraptor sells for $45 million. Is that what it was? I don't yeah. know what it sold for. Yeah. That's, that, was the final, that was the final bid before everything, all hell broke loose in that room. I have complaints about the way the Indoraptor looks. Go, go for it. Okay, well, I mean, the design's fine. Like, it reminds me size-wise of probably what a Utah raptor is, mm. which is a, one of the lar- largest species of raptors. Pretty sure it is. Uh, I just, my only real complaint, because the design's fine, it is what, what uh, um, Hoskins, 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 that's it, almost goes name messed up. Hoskins said the first one that they made a smaller size size of it. That's essentially what, of the Ind- Indominus Rex. That's all the Indoraptor really is, is a smaller Indominus right. Rex with some changes. Yeah, uh, but I just don't like the yellow. I don't like the yellow. Like it, aesthetically, it looks cool, but, but like stripe. Yeah, I, I just don't feel it's like as far as like from a genetic standpoint. I know you put stuff in and it's a prototype, and you know that'll you know later right. editions may not have had that, but <clears throat> it just seems like an odd thing to have for like a what. It makes it stand out, which is probably not what you want that thing to do. Right. I I don't know. It's the fucking head, dude. I can't get over how dumb the head looks of both like the, the, Indo, the Indominus and the Indoraptor. It just Ugh, it's such an ugly it's just dumb looking okay uh but i other than that i think the rest of the design looks pretty cool um i i like the, that the indominus rex was white and this one's black so yeah. it's, like, it's like you know yin uh yin and yang you know that type yeah. of that type of idea 
which is really cool. But yeah, I love this concept of like, this is a prototype. This is just is to show you. And this is just how it all fucking falls apart for this whole thing. This is how Mills just fucks himself pretty much because yeah, he gets all greedy. Yeah. Instead of trying to, you know, go with what the plan is, especially if, you know, you want to probably listen to the guy who created it. Probably not the best idea to sell this thing that is literally, you know, unpredictable. I mean, it is an animal, so most animals are unpredictable. Uh, yeah. Also, the thing I hate is the stupid laser thing. I hated it. Hated the stupid laser thing. If you are aimed on someone, you know, maybe put a, I don't know. Listen, I'm not a gun guy like you, but like, wouldn't you like, this is all stupid. I fucking hate it. Like, oh, if I put a laser on this guy and I press the button, it sends the Raptor in. It's like, why don't you just shoot him? Airport? Why wouldn't you just shoot the fucking target? I, my it's not going to be stealthy with this dinosaur. I agree. I agree. My assumption is because it was a prototype and they, they needed something to use. Like, I, I'm not, I know I don't like it either. It's whatever. But like, that's my assumption is like, this is just an idea we had laser targeting with the, the pulse that comes on the sound because the laser fixes it and then the sound is the, the, the signal yeah. programmed into it to tell it to attack. Yeah. I don't know. Also, it has to tie into the end. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. It does. Yeah. So Wu is really pissed off because this wasn't supposed to be happening. Uh, but then the Friar Tuck uh, gets loose in the auction room there and just starts going ham by just taking people out. And Owen comes in, too, and starts doing his action moves. I was like, oh, great. Jurassic yeah. Park is now an action movie. And I hate it. And this is when I get this is another. Yeah, this scene is like it's from just it's another dumb scene. And like, it's another dumb scene in the context of how these movies should You're, be. Because are you telling me that Owen who listen i know he was in the military and he probably has some combat training he's mm. taken out all these other guys who probably have military backgrounds yeah well no it's, he, like the first dude he takes like 20 years to beat up and then, like the other dudes he's just like boo, 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 oh boo, he literally boo, runs by a guy and just pops him at in mid run just and then just keeps running i'm like oh come on man this is stupid i hate it i, I agree i agree uh, Mills, uh, this is where I note that Mills' glasses are the same as uh, Nedry's, and it fits very well for this character. Friar Tuck escapes, and so do most of the auction goers. I just love how he's yeah. just like, I'm out! Okay, back and going into the woods. And Wheatley's just watching it all happen. Yeah, like, Wheatley what? decides uh, to go into the room where the Indoraptor is, and he's like, oh shit, you're ugly. I want one of your teeth. So he shoots it with like 14 darts. <laughs> collapses nothing this is really cool i did like the the whole situation of wheatley going into the cage and the, the indoraptor fucks with them like she pretends like she's sleeping yeah. or passed out and then but like she's got the her tail goes up and then he looks and the tail drops and even though like she's got her eyes open and then like he goes to interact and she closes her eyes and pretends to sleep. she's like a child she's like i'm sleeping uh, but then, well, she, then you guess, well, they know she's smart because she's based on much more based on raptors than the indominus yeah. was uh, allegedly and she's been tranked before. Like, that's, I think that's the thing is like, she knows the interaction of like getting tranked to be like, okay. And then even Wheatley even thought it was weird that after he shot it a few times and just it like took a split second for it to react to the darts. Yeah. And even like before he walked in the cage. Yeah. So he is trying to pull the tooth out and he can't. It's really hard to pull this tooth out. And he notices that the tail goes up. He turns the tail still up in the air. And that's when it grabs onto his arm, pulls him up. Rips his arm off and yep, eats the arm and you get the really the like scene where he is petrified. He's a he knows he's going to die and he's like he's got his hand out to to like have it on the side and then it turns to the shot behind the Indoraptor as she finishes him off and you can hear his screams for like a good 25 seconds as it's showing the auctioneer who is who 
uh, finds his way into this elevator. Well, dude, like I will say the actor, he's not up here right now, but the dude who played Wheatley, uh, I thought he sold that kill very well. Oh yeah. I thought that was like, like he's got like, like, you know, he's crying because he's about to die. And like, you got mucus and like Mm -hmm. South, like he's like, he's in it. I was like, you sold that. Like that was one of the best kills. It's, it's, he's, it's the best kill in this movie, in my opinion. I mean, I know there's one later, but just like how it plays out, like how it's acted, I thought it was the best kill. Very cool. Not very cool effects for this uh, kill. So literally they had uh, Ted Levine wear a green sleeve uh, with yep, the arm, yep. uh, and they had a stunt actor dress all up in black, except for his arm, which went into the Indoraptor's mouth. And then they kind of had it like, so it was two different people playing one guy. So the arm was the stunt guy. And then they just had to CG Ted Levine's arm off to look like his arm got ripped off, which I thought was a really cool. cool. I just want to be that guy. Just dresses all up. Just it literally was just this giant black jumpsuit, except for his arm. (laughs) It's good. It's good. So the auctioneer and guests, they get into the elevator, uh, which is, it's great where he like, he presses the button and they're like, Ah, we're fine. And then the Indoraptor walks by and freaking smacks the control panel and it opens the door immediately and they turn around and bye bye. Why did he throw that that, why did he throw that woman out of the way? I I don't know. He's clearly all he has is like move. I gotta hit the button. He throws her and then she screams. That's the only reason it can't Yeah, if she would not have screamed, they'd have been fine. Yeah, because she screams because she sees the Indoraptor. Yeah, why did she do all he had to do is like move because we have to have a little bit. It's done because he's trying to save yeah. himself. He doesn't. Care. I understand, but it just doesn't make sense. So this next scene is where we get the 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 big plot twist. Mills tells Claire and Owen that Maisie is a clone of Lockwood's daughter because Lockwood never had a granddaughter. He just yep. wanted his daughter back. And that was what drove Hammond and Lockwood apart because Hammond was like, hell no. We ain't cloning people. I said dinosaurs. We ain't doing people. That's just too far. Draw the draw the line of the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, and we get the 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 Indo attack where the Indo Raptor just flies by and grabs the dude, just keeps on going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bowling. And so we get Wu. Uh, he's back in the lab and he's trying to get everything all packed up and evacuated. And he wants Franklin, who was taken off of the boat as like a oh he works for us, and now he's in the lab and he's like. I need, you know, he needs him to draw blood from blue or he needs to get something from blue and he has no idea what to do. And that's when uh, he tells Zia, Wu tells Zia that he needs her to draw some blood. And he's like, oh, well, you can do it. And she tells him that it's got T-Rex, that blue's got T-Rex blood in her. And he's like, that's impossible. I I created this creature. I know what's inside of it. It's like, well, I had to do a blood transfusion with a T-Rex because this thing was going to die. So sorry. And that's where he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, and that's and when then, Franklin uh, comes up and stabs him with some so, sort of sedative and knocks his ass out. And then one of the, like, those two guards, like, show up, one of them drags Wu away. Like, what is these movies? It's literally people. Like, obviously, Wu is, is not clean conscious of any of this. Stuff. He was doing what he wants to do regardless, but it's like people using his stuff, and he just gets shat on for it. <laughs> it's pretty much all it is. Like, all right, let's go. Just drag his fucking body off. You'll be in the next movie, Wu. Don't worry. Yeah, we got you. We got to make sure you're okay. So she, yeah. So they release the the raptor, and the raptor attacks the guards. It, uh, it, it, one of the guards shoots one of the tanks, yep. and that's when everybody's got to get the hell out of there. And I love it that Blue like narrowly escapes. She jumps through the window as the ex- as it explodes, and yes. she like flops on the freaking catwalk 
and then proceeds to sprint out of there, which was really cool. Yeah. Owen Claire and Maisie run into the uh, Indoraptor, and this is where we get the very reminiscent to the kitchen scene in Jurassic Park where the Indo is stalking them and it's tapping its t- that big claw. Yep. Just yep. like the raptors do. And it does it a lot. And this Indoraptor is smart as hell. But uh-oh, the ventilation system is down and they need to get it back up or the dinos die. Yeah, because during the explosion, it released that uh, one of the uh, uh, like uh, tank gas. containing gas, which mm. is probably for some kind of research. I know it's like a... Uh, I forget what they said it was. Yeah, but some kind of gas they probably need for an experiment. It's like... We also... Well, we before that, we get the really cool chase scene between... Uh, it was when the Indoraptor discovers Owen, Claire, and Maisie, and they go up the spiral staircase, and yes, it's like yes. breaking through the, the thing to get up to them, and they end up hiding. The fact that they got in this door before this Indo got up there was pretty wild to me. Yeah, it was cool. I like when they shut all the... Well, before that's when they shut off all the lights, and they were hiding in the displays. Well, yeah, that's where... Yeah, we're getting to that, where we get, yeah, our, Dilo- we get our Dilophosaurus tease. Dude, I want to point something else out. There's been multiple scenes that take place in in this little area of these mannequins or what have you of dinosaurs, these statues or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's like two or three shots right in front of a display that's got a concave ventador in it, which is a more obscure two like uh, bipedal theropod, like predatory dinosaur. But there's two shots, and I'm like, I really kind of hope it shows up in the next movie. Probably won't, but it's a really kind of obscure uh, dinosaur that not a lot of people know about. Hmm. Interesting. But and yeah, yes, we, you see the Dilophosaurus. Yeah, we get the Dilo- fucking shit. But it's, a, but it's a replica of, like, the Jurassic Park Dilophosaurus. It's not, like, a yeah, accurate small. one. Yeah. Yeah, way too small. Uh, Frank- it's cool. Like, we get, we get the sound and then, like, a statue of it, and then still no Dilophosaurus. Nope. We get so yeah, like Dan said, we get the they turned off all the lights and then but Franklin needs to reset the system to get the ventilation system back up and running. So when he does that, it turns all the lights back on, which then shows, you know, the lights come on in that display case and the Indoraptor sees them and jumps through the window, causing this log to like fall on top of Claire. And then it sticks its claw in her leg. Oh, that's a good one. That's neatly. Yes. And then Maisie runs away and this is where we see that the fucking Indoraptor gallops. It's like a goddamn horse. This thing doesn't, yeah, this yeah. thing isn't running like a raptor or like any of these other, uh, you know, bipedal dinosaurs. He is, this thing is like when it's in the hallway running towards, like she hops into the dumbwaiter and it's coming down that hallway. It is fucking galloping. I thought that shit was <laughs> terrifying. I was like, oh my yeah, God. Absolutely. I did not expect this. Uh, Claire is hurt. So Owen, uh, she tells Owen, you need to go get Ma- You need to go get Maisie uh, and save her. Maisie end up, ends up going back to her room. She hides under her bed, just like a scared child with her covers, covering her nose. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you get that really good shot of the, the Indoraptor yeah. came, went outside and it goes over and it's, up, pretty much like upside down and it opens the door with its claw. Jay Boyana actually modeled this scene off of a scene from the 70s, from a 70s Dracula film. Must have been one of the old Hammer ones. No, it wasn't a Christopher Lee one. Okay. It had, oh man, oh, I can't, Frank Lagella. No, it means nothing to me. He played, I guess he played a Drac, he played Dracula back in the 70s. Um, okay, and there was actually, it was a scene where Dracula is, coming down to like get 
go into uh, someone's room and he comes from the top of the roof and he comes like upside down and like it's literally the same shot. It was in the behind the scenes where it showed okay. this comparison. It's a cool. Sh- I mean, I like this whole shot, like this whole scene where it goes outside up by the moon up to her room. Oh, it's, super it looks cool good. with the rain and the lightning behind. Oh, it. yeah. Really cool. The lighting's fantastic. Uh, the endo opens up the window and almost gets her. But right as she, it's about to get her, Owen comes in and starts putting some bullets in this thing. But it doesn't seem to phase it as usual with these dinosaurs. Dude, dude. Dude, we had a call. I bitched about this scene. And I remember seeing this the first two times I watched it and I didn't think nothing of it. I bitched about this scene. When he walks in, he has that rifle and he's like, doot, 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 doot on it. Like he puts like what, three, four rounds in it. Mm-hmm. This is not a dart gun. This is actual live munitions. And the bolts hit and ping, 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 ping on the floor. So it's not a show casings. This dinosaur is not fucking bulletproof. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. It's not bulletproof. I don't care if that wasn't, even if it was a pistol caliber carbine, it's going to punch through it. I understand they got thick skin. It's going to punch through it. Take my yeah. word for it. I do. I do like that the, that the, the Indoraptor like falls down, like it is hurt, but then gets up yeah. like it didn't phase me. And, and Owen's like, Oh shit. And he tries to shoot again and there's no bullets left. But then Blue crashes the party and we get the epic Raptor fight. Yes. Yes. <laughs> which is cool as fuck yeah it's a really cool fight but you get that the fight in the background as like Maisie and owen have to escape outside mm-hmm. uh let's see where am i oh uh yes and then we go outside and owen and Maisie are scaling the side of the house and they get to the roof above the awesome like dinosaur displays that they have downstairs that they were they were hiding in at one point oh, yeah. yep mm-hmm. and you get the awesome where like the freaking indo gets thrown off this part of the roof and it just topples down but it, instead yeah. of like focusing back on blue it notices that owen and Maisie are there so he's like she's like okay it's time for you guys now i don't want to fight that thing anymore right so it starts stalking them and Maisie slips she's hang or she's she falls owen's holding on to her and you're like, oh shit, this is this is gonna be bad. And that's when oh or that's when Claire shows up. She starts banging on the, the metal with a gun and she does the laser thing where she lasers onto Owen to get the Indoraptor to attack him. And he charges at her when he when she pushes the button to get her to charge, and then he slides over, causing her to crash through the roof, but she holds on. She doesn't fall quite yet. She And then yeah. she ends up getting herself back up uh, to the roof again. But then Blue comes in and rescues the group and jumps on top of her. And they both go crashing through the roof. But the Indoraptor gets impaled onto the horns of the uh, Triceratops skull. This was the point that I felt the Indoraptor... When it got like impaled, they're like, "We win!" And then you find out the Indoraptor is just the T one thousand. It just melts <laughs> into metal, and then it comes back perfectly fine. And you're like, "Ah, oh, that's why it's bulletproof." Oh shit! What is going on here? <laughs> uh, yeah. And Blue Victorious, uh, Blue gets the really cool scene where she's on top of the Indoraptor, and then she runs out. Deuces. Claire lets uh lets all the dinosaurs out of the cages, uh, but she can't. She can't put herself to setting them fully free because she's fucking smart. Yes. But then as everybody's as Claire is being, yeah, as Claire is, you know, 
being consoled by Owen. We hear the the we hear the alarm that is the door opening. They look over and it's Maisie is the one who <laughs> opened the door. And so she does it because they're like her. They're alive, just like her. But so what I said, I didn't see the we had the the subtitles on. Does she say they're a lie? Like me, no, because she a, was... They're alive. Yeah, that's when she does that in the subtitle. But if she does say they're a lie like me, that would make a whole lot of sense. A whole lot I more sense than I, they're... I think it's they're alive. That's like what it says me. in the it, subtitle. I didn't, say, I didn't say the subtitles, but it, it could... It sounded... But if she did say it, then that would make it a... That would make it a lot better, I think. It says, so in IMDb, the quote is, I had to, they're alive. Like me, which is dumb. Yes, that's I mean, it doesn't, very... even if she didn't say anything, it's fucking stupid. But no, it would make it because she's technically a lie. Well, she is. Well, she was lied to. She was lied to. Yes. But but I mean, admittedly, a kid that age, I'm like, oh, you're a clone of your mom. That that <laughs> would hit hard. But I mean, if she was explained properly, like when she got older, like you are a clone of your mother. Like, why would you tell a little kid that? Like, you're a clone of your mom. Like, even before Dipshit Mills does it, you're a clone of your mom. Like, how would any kid take to that? It would still hit hard. It would, but I'm just saying that's why, anyway, regardless, she's not old enough to comprehend that. So I understand why they didn't tell her right away, right? But backing up, it's fucking stupid because Claire is smart about it. Claire Mm -hmm. and Owen like, you do this, you are setting us up for a world of fucking problems. Even if they didn't let them out, some of those dinosaurs were already sold and shipped off. Yeah. You could have left them in there and let them fuckers get gassed. Like, right. Like, I don't want the dinosaurs to die. I'm a dinosaur guy, right? I like dinosaurs. But realistically, from an ecological standpoint, with them, if they're anything like the last ones that were bred where they can breed in the wild, asexually, it's a problem. You will completely ruin the ecosystem. How are you going to find them all? Yeah. Not, not, no. The ones that you have there, take them back to the island. You can't she could have the... just opened the door. No, she she could have left them in the cage, opened the door to the outside to vent it out. To vent it out. Yeah, that would have been smarter. And then they could have taken them all back to the island. No, they put a big box fan to suck all the gas out. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is it's it's stupid. All right, mm-hmm. from an ecological standpoint, it's a horrible idea to introduce that many invasive species that will run unchecked. And I know you'd be able to get some of them, but you would not be able to keep tabs on all of them. You want compies everywhere? No. You want to let those loose? Because that's how you get compies, all right? And then we'd have a huge problem. They would, they would, they'd eat all the roast beef, and then they'd eat us, all right? <laughs> no, legitimately, though. You got, if you saw a battle at Big Rock, that was just a taste of what's going to happen. I guarantee if they do it right, this third movie is going to be interesting. And I know they had to have, set it up, but they could have done it regardless mm-hmm. based on the ones that they had sold. I agree. So, yeah, so Daisy lets them out. They narrowly escape. Uh, so Mills is outside and he's got the Indo bone, the Indo, the Indominus Rex bone, and he's out there trying to escape. And then they're like, what's that noise? What's that? And it's just a bunch of dinosaurs coming down, except for the Pteranodon is the one that took, takes the guy up in the air and just fucking drops him. Yeah. And, and the other dude gets like trampled. Or yeah. Something. And Mills goes under his vehicle. He pulls the bone under and then the fucking car moves. And then he just says, fuck this bone and goes yep, back under yep. the truck. And the and 
all the dinosaurs are walking over it and he's slowly you think is this is gonna is this gonna be how he dies no he gets out and he's like i escaped and then the t-rex just goes nope <laughs> and, yeah, we get, yeah. and we get a, a, a an eddie Carr, a very similar death to eddie Carr, where the t-rex is munching on like the top part of him and then the carnotaurus comes and grabs his legs and they wrestle and then they rip him in half but instead of uh rexy letting the carnotaurus have the legs she said fuck you and slaps him he drops the legs and yeah. he just runs off yeah yeah <laughs> well well if you watch that whole scene after he gets out like mills gets out there's like three compies on top of the car behind him and further in the background, you can see the Carnotaurus walking. Uh-huh. So your thought is, oh, that's where they're going to get. And then out of fucking nowhere, Rex is like, whoop, freight yeah. trains his ass. <laughs> and then as Rexy's leaving, she steps on uh, the Indominus bone. Bone zone. And we get a final interaction between Blue and Owen, where Owen is trying to convince her to go into the cage because he'll bring her somewhere. Uh, somewhere good and she's like fuck you I'm free see all them you see all them people I want to go with them so she just she books it out of there I'm gonna go do drugs with my new friends and just walks off we then cut back to Malcolm in this courtroom uh, talking pretty much about how man is causing its own extinction like this is our fault everything that is going on and as he's talking about all this we get the shot of the people surfing and you got the mosasaurus yes. in the wave which is really cool and we get the shot of rexy breaking into the lion's cage did you hear the the noise it's the same sound as she breaks out of her enclosure in jurassic park it's the same no, I didn't even notice that. the court when she breaks through the enclosure it the cords break like those big heavy cords it's yeah. the same exact sound as when she breaks out of the enclosure in jurassic park which i was like fucking great yeah and then we we get the last line of the movie as we see owen claire and Maisie driving down like on this cliff side and then they look out and it's pteranodons flying in the distance towards wherever they're gonna go and that's when we get ian malcolm going welcome to jurassic world and you get to see shots of like you well, before that you see shots of like the other dinosaurs getting right mm-hmm. moved. Right, you see the baryonyx, you see the allosaurus, yep. you see a brief, a briefcase full of DNA and blood samples, yep. which we read as many names out of that and wrote them down as possible. Uh, we have what we assumed was Dilophosaurus. Yeah, we paused it. And like, there's some that are like on the periphery mm-hmm. and are really hard to read. Some one it was like really long. Like I don't know of any dinosaur that has that many letters, but better have been Archaeornithomimus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dreadnoughtus. Yeah, Dreadnoughtus uh, would be cool. Carnotaur, Allosaurus, uh, the Stigimoloch, Brachiosaur, Thanoceratops, uh, and the Stegosaurus. Yep. And we also see Blue. Uh, she's yeah, over like the small town. Yeah, it's like a... It's like a, it's like a New like Mexico... A, like a, a town in New Mexico or Arizona or yeah. something like that. It's like a, it's like a suburb. Like, yeah, yeah. Because like, that's what you want running around your neighborhood. She's yeah. like, this is my home now. You guys thought you were having coyote problems? And you're about to have a yeah. raptor problem. <laughs> Yeah. fuck yeah <clears throat> don't leave your trash out so yeah the trash is your problem you just go outside to walk your dog and yeah, you're don't leave your dogs in. you're gone mm-hmm. and that's it that is the end of jurassic world fallen kingdom oh we also we talked about the uh end credit scene which is the pteranodons resting on top of the eiffel tower replica in las vegas yeah so just to give you an idea mm-hmm. so yeah supposed to be a shit yeah I'm excited. I'm excited for the next one. That is yes. it. That is our final episode of the Jurassic 
uh, for the Jurassic franchise until June of next year when Jurassic World Dominion comes out, and we will definitely be covering that when that releases. Mm-hmm. But as uh, for this series, it is over. And next week, we got a all-new episode we're going to be doing with uh, for all of you lovely people out there. And it's going to be something uh, very different than what we usually do. And it's going to be a topic episode where instead of talking about a singular movie, we are going to be talking about mo- many, many different movies based on whatever topic we're going to be talking about. This The, to- the first topic is going to be remakes. <gasps> We're going to be going through a list. We're not, listen, there are a lot of remakes out there, but I, I want to talk about certain remakes <laughs> and, um, you know, the good and the bad when it comes to remakes, uh, because there are some remakes that are better than the originals, and there are yes. some remakes that shouldn't exist. Yes. So that is what we're going to be discussing next week. So I hope you're all excited for that. Uh, as for the next franchise we talk about, um. I don't know yet. We don't know yet. We really haven't talked about it, so stay tuned for that. Do you guys have anything you guys want to state before we get the hell out of here? I have it written down in my notes. When uh, Macy gets in the dumbwaiter the last time, I said uh, I wrote down Lex gets in the dumbwaiter because it reminds me of the it kitchen is. scene. Yeah, it looks very reminiscent to that. Um, Dinosaurs are cool. Very much, <laughs> yes. And Duh. <laughs> yes. That's all I got. I'm excited for talking about remakes. I'll have to like go through a list of like shit and figure out what we're talking about. I don't know. Yeah, I got to go through and just it's going to be a little bit more work for me to try to figure out what we're going to be talking about. And this and this the, these topic episodes are probably going to be shorter than the, the these last two episodes. Uh, these have both gone over two hours. But yeah, it's a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. You get a lot of listen to do you what do you do? You're probably listening to it at work. You're just trying to kill time anyway. It's exactly. Fine. Exactly. Uh yeah. So thank you to everybody who listens to the show on YouTube and on all the podcast services. We hit over four hundred downloads on podcast services and we got our first one thousand view YouTube episode. Jurassic Park three. Listen, worst Jurassic Park film, but you know what? It's it's getting us views on that YouTube. So make sure you go over and drop a like, a comment, and make sure to subscribe to the channel so we can get to those hundred subscribers and get that beautiful URL. Uh, also, we do have one more thing we got to do that we didn't do last week, and we might as well do it now. We uh, we didn't rank Jurassic World, and we didn't oh. rank Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So where does Jurassic World... So the current list right now is number one, Jurassic Park, number two, Lost World Jurassic Park, and number three is Jurassic Park 3. Very easy. Where does Jurassic World go into that list? I'll start off with you guys. I got to figure it out if you need time. Go for it. It's Jurassic Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is number three for me. No, we're talking about Jurassic World. We didn't do Jurassic Jurassic, World. Oh, Jurassic World, it's four. Just fuck it. Okay, so you think... above three. It's above three. Okay, well, three three is going to be last. There's no way it's not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought we were just throwing them all in a specific. Say, okay, I'm sorry. So, so, do you agree with him? Yeah, I agree with him. Okay, I will. We'll, we'll, we'll in. So, the new listing, our final ranking right now until Dominion comes out, is uh, number one, Jurassic Park. Number two, Jurassic Park, or the Lost World, Jurassic Park. 
Number three is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Number four is Jurassic World. And number five is the big old stinker Jurassic Park 3. All right. Hell yeah. That's it. it. That's always be less. Mm -hmm. And that is that is the last thing we're going to say about the Jurassic franchise as right now. I yeah. So make sure to like, comment, subscribe on the video. Make sure to rate us on any podcast service you listen to. We are available on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. And yeah, we will have a new episode for you guys next week. Oh, uh, Dexter is coming back. Actually, as of this recording, Dexter, the new season of Dexter started today. Uh, And I really want to talk about it on the channel. So that might be so if we can get that, we will try to get that out before this episode actually comes out. We'll try to get it to you earlier this week. So look for that. That one is just going to be an unedited episode of us discussing what we thought of episode one of the new season of Dexter. So look for that. That will definitely that if we do it, it'll be out before this episode. So, yeah. So look for that. That's the last thing I got. Cool. All right. Cool. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate you all the love that you guys showed on the channel and on this series. Uh, Jurassic Park is one of my favorite franchises of all time. So it was awesome to be able to talk about all these movies. I'm excited to see what uh, our next franchise is going to be, or even if it's just a singular movie, we got some movies that are celebrating some anniversaries this year that I would like to talk about uh, just to do a singular, singular movie. So yeah, looking forward to it all. And I will be fine with that. And as always, I want to thank DNA Gaming for being here. They are fantastic co-hosts. Couldn't ask for better co-hosts. Um, taking their time out of their day to sit down and talk about movies with me. It's cold. Stop it. Other than that, before I go on to my big, huge ramble here, uh, thank you very much. Hope you all have a wonderful week. I am Brett Parker. That is DNA Gaming. Links will be in the description on where you can find us because this video is getting long. We'll see you all next week. Bye-bye.